Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are up to Acts, the 11th chapter, and we first looked at the first 12 verses in the previous episode. Uh, I want to go back and reread those because, remember, this is Peter explaining to those in Jerusalem what had happened then with Cornelius. And it is the synopsis of what happened, but we also get more detail about what happened with Peter, what happened with Cornelius, what happened with the whole episode. So, verse 1. Acts 11. Now the apostles and the brethren who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. And when Peter came up to Jerusalem, those who were circumcised took issue with him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began speaking and proceeded to explain to them in orderly sequence, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. An object came down like a great sheet, lowered by four corners from the sky, and it came right down to me. And when I had fixed my gaze on it and was observing it, I saw the four-footed animals of the earth and the wild beasts and the crawling creatures and the birds of the air. I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, By no means, Lord, for nothing unholy or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a voice from heaven answered a second time, What God has cleansed no longer consider unholy. This happened three times, and everything was drawn back up into the sky. And behold, at that moment, three men appeared at the house in which we were staying, having been sent to me from Caesarea. The Spirit told me to go with them without misgivings. These six brethren also went with me, and we entered the man's house. So that's what we've covered so far. I'm still uh, sort of intrigued by this whole thing that, uh, you know, Peter says, nothing unholy has come to my mouth, but a voice answers a second time, you know, responding to him, saying, hey, what God has cleansed no longer considered to be unholy. But then he says that this happened three times. (laughs) And so was it three times that he objected and three times the voice said, hey, don't consider it unholy? Well, perhaps, you know, uh, Peter can be thick-headed like the rest of us. So verse 13, we continue on Peter's account. They entered a man's house, and he reported to us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying, send to Joppa and have Simon, who is called Peter, brought here. And he will speak words to you by which you will be saved, you and your household. Now, it didn't say that exactly, I don't think, in the 12th chapter, I mean the 10th chapter in that way. But we learned this here, that the angel had told Cornelius, you will know how to be saved if you will give heed to the words that will be spoken by this guy, Simon. So Cornelius sends for him. He comes, and that's one reason that Cornelius says, "Now speak forth the, that the word, the word of the Lord. What is it? What the Lord has spoken to you? We want to hear what it is. What's going on?" So Peter says, verse fifteen. And as I began to speak, remember what was he speaking? He's speaking the words whereby that he and all his household will be saved. He says, "As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, just as He did upon us." 
at the beginning. So we saw in the 10th chapter that Peter was speaking. And when he got to the point where he said that if you will believe this, if you believe that Jesus, you know, is the Messiah, and at that moment, okay, at that moment, that's when the Spirit fell. He really wasn't even finished with uh, what was going to be saying. He had, I don't think he'd said anything about the Holy Spirit yet. Remember that? But the Spirit fell upon them. Well, why would the Spirit fall on them? Well, I've mentioned this a couple episodes back. I think it's because they believed. When Peter was speaking, he got to this point. He says, this is what will happen. They believed. I think it was a phrase that he used, all who call upon the name of the Lord. They did that. They believed. And when they did, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. How did it fall upon him? Peter tells us, as he did upon us at the beginning. And remember Peter's account in the 10th chapter of Acts. He says, hey, you know, they're, they're speaking and with new tongues, and they're proclaiming the wondrous deeds of God, then how can I deny baptism to them? They need to be baptized. They were baptized after the Holy Spirit fell upon them. So verse 16, chapter 11, Peter explains it a little more, and he says, I remember the word of the Lord, how he used to say, and this is a quote from Jesus, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So Peter says in verse 17, therefore, if God gave to them the same gift as he gave to us also after believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? <laughs> well, that, that, that's a great thing, isn't it? He said, hey, how could I stand in God's way? Because I'm up there presenting to them the good news of what Jesus had done. He confirmed to them, hey, you've already heard about this. You've heard this. You've heard that. I'm here to tell you that I'm an eyewitness to this. And not only was he an eyewitness to it, but the, some of the guys that were with him there, they could testify and witness. They believed and the Spirit fell upon them. So how am I going to stand in God's way? Verse 18, Peter continues. Well, no, that was in the Peter. Verse 18, this is their response. When they heard this, they quieted down. And glorified God. <laughs> Remember how they had been sort of riled up? They confronted Peter. They were sort of, they didn't, you know, Peter had gone into these uh, Gentiles' houses. You're unclean, et cetera, et cetera. When they heard this, they quieted down. But not only did they quiet down. Boy, there's times when I just wish people would just quiet down. But they quieted down and they glorified God. It literally means they became silent. And they glorified God. They praised God. Then they said this. The ones that had been confrontational, the ones that had got up in Peter's face over this, they said this. I love this. Listen. Well, then, God has granted to the Gentiles also the repentance that leads to life. Isn't that great? They, they just sit there and they, they realize this. That, well, then, God's granted to the Gentiles this repentance. He's granted them salvation. The salvation that we thought that was just us Jews. But some of them were thinking, particularly the disciples that had been with Jesus, because Jesus had mentioned these things. If they had a really good Jewish upbringing background, they would have known something about what God had told Abraham. And what, Genesis 15, about all the nations being blessed? They would have known something about that. And they're beginning to think more and more, going, well... God's granted to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. And notice this, that the repentance that leads to life, 
Okay, you must repent. You repent, you confess, you call upon the name of the Lord for salvation, you are baptized for the remission of your sins. The scripture tells us all this. But this repentance was granted. God has granted to the Gentiles. Even the repentance that we move within, that we exercise, that we do, even that has come from God. We don't enter into salvation by anything that we do in the flesh. Even the repentance, even the desire to turn away, that comes from God. And they're saying, you know what? God has granted, even to the Gentiles, even to everybody else in the world that's not Jews, the repentance that leads to life. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I, I just think that's a phenomenal thing. <laughs> anyway, time's up. We'll press on the next episode. I'll see you all then. Goodbye.